When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Colin II, and with me, as always, via Zoom is... Sesame and Carta. Sesame and Carta. Well, Sesame, I want to tell you a story. A story about how I met your father. Uh, okay... Okay, so there was one day I was hanging out with you and we went over to your house and you're like, Hey, Mike, this is my dad. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like, was... I was like, Hi, Mr. Encarta. And, um... <laughs> is his last name Encarta as well? Or just yours? It's just mine, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so... <laughs> I, I changed it, so... <laughs> so, uh... Today on the show, we're talking about the new Hulu television series, How I Met Your Father, the sequel series to the popular How I Met Your Mother series. Yeah, and by sequel, it's actually a sequel, not a sequel name only type of thing. Yeah, there is a connection. Mm -hmm. Um. Hopefully you've watched at least the first episode or so of this, if you're listening to this. Um, we're not going to go real in-depth, I think, on each episode, but we'll talk about each episode a little bit here. Give a little brief synopsis. First off, Matt, um, what's your over- overall reaction to the show first? Uh, <clears throat> I think overall, I'd give it a B-. minus. Um, Mm -hmm. each episode seems to grow a little bit, um, you know, more than the last one, but so far, you know, the first, first three episodes, I'm not like entirely impressed by it yet. There's, there's, there's moments, but some of it feels sort of forced to me a little bit, like the humor, the jokes, the acting, like okay, so how do I? I was thinking like the other day of how to explain this because mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes it takes me a little while to formulate like my thoughts. So like when I was watching How I Met Your Mother, it felt like I was watching characters on the show, like who like she lived in that universe. Whereas with the new show, sometimes I feel like they know their actors on the show. If that makes sense, yeah. I mean, okay, I- it, it, it does make sense. I mean, my main, my main thing here is that I think the cast is starting to gel together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the problem is it's hard to beat the, the pilot for How I Met Your Mother. 
which is, in my opinion, one of the best pilots of a sitcom ever. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was an automatic chemistry between those five actors. It just yeah. seemed like, especially the the four that already knew each other before the character of Robin came into the situation. It you you believed that they had been friends for years. Mm-hmm. Whereas this show, even though a lot of the people don't know each other first off, which is a little bit of a different thing, even the characters who are supposed to have been old fr- old friends for years, like the main character and her best friend, and there's two guys in there that are roommates and best friends, I feel like they're all in their own little show. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they don't... <laughs> gel yet they're starting to as the show goes on i think but especially the first episode you just i just don't really they're they're characters in a sitcom they're not real people yeah and that's the first episode i I almost turned it off like within the first seven minutes just because the the acting was so awkward like especially with sophie was like in like the uber and talking about her phone need charge she's like my phone is like feed me mama and i'm like oh my god like why yeah, they, did they let that go in like they're trying to make her quirky yeah and but it's not quite working i mean it does sometimes but other times it's like it's like over the top um okay so um first off um a little uh, background on the show we we had already re- we had already covered how he met your dad the first failed attempt at a sequel series to this show to the time mm-hmm. to how he met your mother i mean um which i actually liked that pilot better than this pilot <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um not that i disliked this pilot i just liked that one better um mm. I think it was well written. It was just a little, there's something in the editing and stuff that just doesn't feel quite right. Um, the timing is off mm-hmm. comedy wise. Um, so, uh, the show premiered on January 18th of this year on Hulu. And, uh, it was created by Isaac, um, Isaac, uh, Ap- Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger, who are two of the creators of uh, of This Is Us and Love Victor and some other other uh, more dramatic television series. <laughs> hmm. Also, you know, two of the producers are the original creators of How I Met Your Mother, Carter Bays and Craig Thomas. Um. They also helped kind of flesh out the show a little bit, I guess. Um, we've got our our, uh, our cast of characters here. Um, is uh, our main star is Hilary Duff, who people know from um, what was that, Lizzie McGuire or whatever? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what she was on. One of those Disney <laughs> Channel shows. I'm pretty sure it was that one. Um, uh, she plays a character named Sophie, who is kind of like our gender swapped. Um, Ted Mosby, you know, mm-hmm. the our our titular mother in the show, not you know our, our mother in the show who's trying to find the titular father. Um, yeah, we have. Uh, she's like a hopeless romantic. She's also a photographer. 
She's looking for a soulmate, though, uh, um, though she believes in true love, she is also unaware of her biological father due to her mother having dated a bunch of random men. So she had kind of a fucked up childhood, <clears throat> but yet still believes in love. Um, yeah, uh, unstable. Yes. Yeah. Sad, you know, um, we find out a little bit more about that in episode three. <clears throat> we have um, Christopher Lowell as um, Jesse. Christopher Lowell, people may know from Veronica Mars, and he was most recently in Glow. Yeah, Glow. Great yeah, show. He was also in... Uh... Oh, shit. What was that movie? Well, uh, I saw it recently. It was, he was in a... <clears throat> he was in something... Um... Recently, too. Besides this, I I can't remember what, but um, okay, cool. He was in a promising young woman recently, which was an amazing movie, in my opinion. Um, he uh, he's been in a lot of other things. Um, but yeah, I loved him in uh, in Glow. I loved everybody in that show, though. So um. Yep, should have got a, a fourth season, but hey. But yeah, <clears throat> fucking COVID. They were already starting to film. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think COVID was the real reason why they canned it, because, you know. What do you think, why? Well, I just, I mean, if they really wanted, I mean. Well, they're... They, they could push back a show, they don't yeah. have to cancel it, you well, know. The problem that happened was is they the the contracts ran out for the actors. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like other people, they've moved on to other things. I mean, such as Christopher Lowell moving on to this. Um, I mean, they could probably bring him back. I think they need to bring him back for a movie to tie things up. That's just me. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. They already shot like I guess parts of like a few episodes already. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Anyways. That'll probably never see the light of day. Anyways, so we've got um, <laughs> so we've got him. He plays Jesse, who's an aspiring musician who works as an Uber driver, and he also teaches music lessons at the local grade school or something. Um, <laughs> um he's so he, he's kind of our I don't know, almost like our Robin character in a way, but not really. Um, we've got a. The character of Valentina, played by Francia Reza, who uh, <clears throat> is an impulsive, impulsive assistant stylist, who is also Sophie's best friend and roommate, and she's the love interest of the character of Charlie, who we'll get to soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, Siraj Sharma as Sid, who is Jesse's best friend and roommate, who also owns the bar that they hang out in in the show, which is not McLaren's from the original show, but is called Pemberton's. Um, He's engaged to a woman named Hannah, who's a doctor that lives on the other side of the country in Los Angeles. Um, We have Tom Ainsley as Charlie. He's a British aristocrat who moves in with Sophie and Valentina after meeting Valentina at a London fashion week. Um... Then we've got uh, Tian Tran, who is Ellen. She is Jesse's adoptive sister who moves to New York after a divorce from her wife in Iowa. Um, 
<clears throat> and then finally, we have Kim Cattrall as future Sophie in the year 2050, who is telling the story to her son on like a Zoom call. Because <laughs> we still have Zoom in 2050. Or we something. She's talking on the TV yeah. to her son. My whole thing is like, Dude, just hang up the fucking phone. You don't have to listen to your mom talk about all this shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not di- like it's different like in the original where <clears throat> Ted had the kids kind of held ca- captive in the house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like they're like teenagers kind of tied up and he's like, yeah. all right, I'll give you some pizza bites to hold you over, but you've got to listen to the story. This is like a kid away in college who, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, dude, you could just hang up like. Yeah. You know, but maybe he's too nice to do that or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and probably my least favorite part, I like Kim Cattrall as an actress, but she's my least favorite part of the whole show. Well, I was thinking the same thing because it's not because of her, it's that her she acts so much differently than the character in the show. That's what gets me about shows like that, where, yeah. like, for example, Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon is actually better than the Big Bang Theory, just objectively as a show, yeah. it's just better. It's got better acting, better emotion, better plot, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the character of Young Sheldon, his personality is completely worlds apart from the older Sheldon. So at some point, they're going to have to explain how and when this personality shift happened <laughs> because it doesn't feel like it's the same person. It really doesn't. Yeah, um, I haven't seen so, enough of it to know, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've only seen it on TV and here and there, but like I, I've seen enough to know how he acts, and it's just not anywhere close. To, I think I think that, even though it is a little different, is at least a little closer than what this is. But um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was my issue too. Where I'm like, okay, well, she acts nothing like Hillary Duff. So yeah. So <laughs> we do have, and I understand why they're doing it. Why they have her on camera and not the kid. And that'll be explained as we talk about the pilot. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> so we also have in the pilot, we do have um, another character named Ian, who is a Tinder date for Sophie who's a marine biologist who has to move to Australia. Played by Daniel Augustine. So, um... Okay, in the pilot, we start out with Sophie talking to her adult Sophie, I mean, a future Sophie, I should say, uh, talking to her kid about, you know, stuff you probably shouldn't tell your kids about. <clears throat> what do you mean <laughs> I'm just saying at one point she's just like he's like you're drinking wine and she's just like just enough to 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 tell you the sexy bits oh yeah I remember that I'm like yeah don't use the term sexy bits yeah. to your child <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. and I mean I, I'm sorry but even the, even the original show I never want to sit down and listen to either one of my parents Tell me about all the guys or girls they fucked before they met my mom or dad. <laughs> oh, no, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> you know. and she didn't even have any wine to drink at that point either. So it's no. like, you're not even drunk yet or tipsy. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we, we anyway. jump back after that to 2022. And uh, <clears throat> so Sophie's been on numerous failed Tinder dates. 87 or so to be exact. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, she uh, she believes she's finally found the one who is this Ian guy. She gets in an Uber, and the driver is Jesse, and his friend Sid is there with him. So we meet our, you know, these two other characters. Um, Sid's about to go propose to his girlfriend. Um, he's telling her that he's taking her to see Beyonce, but he's really taking her back to the bar where a bunch of friends are waiting, and then he's going to ask ask her to marry him right in front of all the friends and not take her to see Beyonce. <laughs> Because, you know, yeah. you must not know about me. You must not know <laughs> you must, about me. <laughs> you must not. You must. Wasn't that the one I was driving my yes. car to? Was that a different song? That okay. A, um, you must not uh, know about me. <laughs> I had, like, a huge beard at that point, too. Like, really, <laughs> like, like, almost, like, four inches down, yes. like, chin. I like, and I'm like, there. I like your singing of that song better than Beyonce. <clears throat> what? No. <laughs> How is that even possible? I don't know. I know. Uh, uh, I know now. All the the beehive is going to come after me, and um, yeah, yeah, well, they, rightfully so. <laughs> um, plus, too, why why couldn't he have just bought Beyonce tickets as well? So that I mean, like, I mean, if that was his plan, why not just also yeah get the tickets? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they, they they point out rightly, you know, uh, everybody points out, isn't she going to think that she's going to see Beyonce? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I just I okay. See, see, this is this is like when we talked in the past when we've had episodes about surprise parties. This is the same kind of thing. This is like a surprise party. Yeah, I don't like surprises, <laughs> especially when you're flat out lying to somebody about <coughs> wh- where you're taking them or what you're doing. <laughs> well, I like surprise. I mean, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. As long as I also get to do the thing that was promised to me. Yes. <laughs> you know I mean, like, like I'm okay with like, 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 oh, we're, we're just gonna make a, a quick stop at you know, um, Ahmed's restaurant. I'm not sure why I thought yeah. sort of Ahmed's restaurant, whatever. Yeah, but we're just gonna then, stop like, at the, the restaurant here, and then we're gonna go see Beyonce. No. <laughs> like it's like okay, the, the party's at Ahmed's. Awesome. I want to. I you know I like their French fries. Really good fries. Um, They're closed by the way. <laughs> They closed down. Oh, sorry, yeah. they did. <laughs> that was such a good place. I I knew the kids. Well, I knew the kid in grade school, and then his grandfather's the one that owned the restaurant. And then we yeah. used to go there sometimes when I was a kid. But anyways, he, folks, that was a yeah. local restaurant that's no longer with us. Oh yes, yeah, so the local restaurant called Ahmed's. Great. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it closed down, but it was really it was like a steakhouse kind of. Yeah. But like, but like affordable. It wasn't like a mm-hmm. like a rich. Steakhouse was more of like a common man, middle class man steakhouse, whatever. And then, um, <laughs> and then, um, but he used to, he also used to go to all of our baseball games when I was a kid, like Little League. And he used to always, he used to always go behind the fence and give tips to the batters. The umpire would always tell him to leave because he was always like telling only, only our team had a better strategy, um, but, but not the other team. So they're oh. like, you can't. Giving them a fair advantage, or like or unfair advantage. And he was he was a really nice guy. Anyway, um, but yeah, they took me to that restaurant. No longer exists anymore, and had the party there. Be fine, all right. But if, like, if you said we're also going to see the Mud Hens, I I still want to go see the Mud Hens. So yeah, you know, <clears throat> I just want to see Beyonce. Um. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. I could never afford to see Beyonce, though. Um, 
Yeah, those tickets are probably like four hundred dollars a pop. Yeah, or whatever. That, that's the other thing too. I mean, he spent all the money probably on the ring, and then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the bar is that lucrative of a no <clears throat> establishment. Um, so, so anyways, um, Sophie goes to her date after meeting uh, meeting Sid and Jesse in the Uber. They drop her off at at a bar to meet to meet Ian. He uh, he's sitting there, and he they have like a great date, and then at the end he says that he's moving to Australia, and just wanted to meet her before he goes. That's another thing. It's like fuck you, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. He he went about that the wrong way. Yeah, you know, no Beyonce there either, and um, no. yeah. Just, just you know, a bunch of sea creatures in Australia, but... Yes. You know. <clears throat> so, we get back to Sophie's apartment with her roommate, and a naked guy walks in named Charlie, with a British <laughs> accent. Um, he's a move across the world and given up his, like, fortune to be with his new love, um, Valentina. Um, so, uh, anyways, uh, she decides that she wants to give Ian another shot and, like, meet him at the airport and stuff like that, um, but she realizes when she goes to try to call him that she somehow swapped phones in the Uber with Sid, so she has Sid's phone now. So they go to the, uh, bar that Sid owns... And, uh, where he's there to, you know, surprise his soon-to-be fiance. They all have to hide because he hasn't arrived yet for the surprise. While there, they meet Ellen. Um, which actually has my the funniest line in the whole episode. Charlie and, uh, Valentina are behind the behind the bar and uh Ellen kind of comes out of this like cupboard or something <laughs> and she says hi to them and stuff like that and she's like she's like I'm uh and she's Asian by the way and Jesse's white and um she says to them she's like I I'm Jesse's sister adopted obviously and then Charlie looks at her and responds like I don't know who Jesse is <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm not sure obvious because I have no idea who Jesse is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, was like that made me laugh more than anything else in the episode. So yeah, that, yeah. that was that was pretty that was pretty funny. Charlie, he kind of reminds me of like sort of like the Barney character, just from being rich yeah. but not really but he's stupid. Uh, <laughs> he's stupid, yeah. And or, like, or, I don't know if I want to call him stupid. He's more naive than stupid. He's, yeah, he's naive, and <laughs> yeah. Plus, too, you know, we don't have like an exact like no. Version there, there isn't like a one for one for anybody really because yeah. I think I think I think Jesse has a lot of Ted Mosby qualities and also a lot of Marshall qualities and so does Sid so it's right. like and yeah. also Robin qualities as well yeah so it's like yeah yeah um so anyways uh um they're all in there um we find out that uh that Jesse is a guy named Mr. Proposal Fail on 
You guess he has like a <laughs> video that went viral on YouTube or something. And uh, where he tried to, he proposed to his girlfriend and she said no. And it went viral. Like things like that do. That's another thing. <clears throat> I don't agree with public proposals. Yeah. I think they put a lot of pressure onto uh-huh. the... I mean, whether it's the woman... I mean, it's usually a guy doing it to a woman, but sometimes the woman do it to a man. But yeah. it just a lot of pressure on the person to say yes. And if they genuinely don't want to do it, then, you know, they feel awkward and guilty, you know, to, like, basically just, like, embarrass, you know, this person in front of you know, dozens or hundreds of people. I just don't, I don't agree with it. Yeah. It's like, I, I used to work out at the, at a baseball stadium and, um, there were a few times over the years where people would propose to their girlfriend at the, at the baseball game. And luckily the stadium I worked at at the time didn't have like one of these jumbotrons or anything. <laughs> like the new one did. And I, I've actually been to games there too, where that's happened. And it's just like, you know, you get up on that Jumbotron or whatever, and you're asking the girl to marry you, and then she's like, no. <laughs> then you have all the right. all the fans of this baseball team witnessing it right there. Um, yeah. Yeah, not a... <clears throat> so not in, a this, in this situation, he was like at a concert, and she went out, and so, so Jesse's uh, girlfriend left him and went off to Europe to record an album. And she was played by Leighton Meester, who uh, is actually a well-known actress. So I'm a, I'm expecting to see her again on the show. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, maybe she'll come back and like, you know, I'm I'm thinking ahead, but I, I like I what well, I'm thinking ahead is you know maybe yeah. she'll come back later on. But at that point, Jesse might already be going out with someone else. Maybe Sophie. Maybe someone else. And then or she's he's about to. What, what I'm thinking is, is he's about to ask. Like things are starting to heat up between him and Sophie, and then, and then she's and then like, she yeah. shows up, and yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm kind of thinking, you know, yeah. uh, ahead, yeah, because <clears throat> you got to have conflict. Um, yep. I'm always one of those guys that just wants people to be happy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, which I don't understand why I, I grew up watching soap operas and that never happened. Like a, a couple would be together for a little while and then have an affair or something and then you know um yeah. so betrayal and, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyways um uh sophie talks to jesse and is telling her that she has a telling him that she has a plan to walk on brooklyn bridge with her soulmate someday um so at the air so 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 then um they end up going to the airport after she realizes that a picture that that uh, Ian shared on social media or shared to her or something has his uh, ticket information. So they all get in the car. Okay, here's the thing. All right. This is like a four-door car. Mm-hmm. I've noticed this. Okay. <clears throat> that Jesse drives. And he takes all these people to the airport because... After they, uh, after the proposal, um, Sid's fiance has to go back to Los Angeles. 
Okay, so you have Sid's fiance. You have Sid. Mm-hmm. You have, you have Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. You also have Charlie, Valentina, Sophie, and Ellen. So seven people. That's seven people. <laughs> in a in like in like a in like a Nissan. You know, I'm I'm just saying. It's like what the. It could it could comfortably sit for technically sit five. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So you're gonna have two people crawling over each other. I'm just trying um, to figure out like did they throw like Charlie in the trunk? I mean what did yeah, they like, do? Maybe whoa. <laughs> Throwing Charlie in the trunk, that's a good band name. <laughs> <clears throat> so All right. Yeah. Throwing Charlie in the trunk is opening up for for, for uh Jeff Jeff Garland's at butt crack and gator and, smoke. And Gators <laughs> and, and Yancey and the fat guy. It's, it's a really good lineup tonight. I don't know. Yes. Uh, that, that's this, a th- this is part of that, like, what is that, When We Were Young tour or something? No, I, anyway, so. Um, yeah, the When We Were Young, the <laughs> Avril Lavigne's. I actually wanted to see Avril Lavigne, so that would be. Yeah. Cool, but, but yeah. Um, I was always a big Veen fan back in the day. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I, I always remember that about you. I used to call you a, a good, good old Veeny. Um, yep. yep. <laughs> that's what that's what our hardcore fans call each other. <laughs> Sometimes I call you a Veener, but <laughs> uh, like there's my friend Matt, the Veener Schnitzel, and um, the <laughs> well, so um. Anyways, they, they all end up at the airport somehow in this magical clown car of theirs that has a bunch of people in it. Um, and uh, the, uh, they're, they're there. Um, Sophie goes up to Ian and professes her love for him. Not really. She doesn't do a Ted Mosby and say I love you or anything. But that she wants to make things work. And... Uh, yeah, um, he's like, yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, you know, he's like, yeah, we, we're going to be, you know, thousands of miles away. We're not going to have good, you know, reception where I am and blah, blah, blah. So, yep. It's kind of like, yeah, it was cool to meet you and all, but uh, mm-hmm. I got to go Africa. I mean, not, not Africa. I mean, Australia. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, I've got to do my. One of those my... places that begins with an A. And um, <laughs> I do like you know look at after my sea creatures and whatnot. Yeah. So that was the right thing to do, though. Because yeah, it was. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to try to start off with a long distance relationship. I've done that. It's not fun. Anyway, so um, want <laughs> to drag her around because she's such like a romantic and stuff. Yeah. You know, of course we do find out later on he does kind of do a uh not a terrible thing, but a kind yeah. of. We'll find that. We'll, we'll yeah. explain. Later. <laughs> so, so, anyways, this whole newly formed gang of friends. Um, she says, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I don't want to wait." And then they they go and they, you know, walk on the Brooklyn Bridge together. Um, and then afterwards, oh, and this is where Jesse ends up finding out too that Sophie is from a broken marriage and blah blah blah. You know, not. Not uh, she didn't have like a good example of like a, you know, happy loving parents, right? Um, so they decide to go back and have some drinks at Jesse and Sid's place, which they open up the door and they reveal that they found it on the on the on an old Wesleyan 
um, message on an old on a mess well, with a Wesleyan message board that it belonged to this old couple, which is Marshall and Lily. Turns out <laughs> it's the apartment that Ted and Marshall and Lily and Robin all lived in during the original series, and they even mm-hmm. got the swords. Yeah, the swords are still up there. So, well, they're, they're, the swords are on a different wall than they used to be, but oh, okay. <laughs> they were never above the fireplace in the old show. But here's an interesting fact too about this, though. I was reading an article because they, they they updated the set, they you know painted things and stuff like that. But that is the actual set from How I Met Your Mother. It's not a recreation. <clears throat> oh wow! Because it was in storage. <laughs> And so they just pulled it out of storage and like redecorated it. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. So instead of having to try to rebuild it, they already had it. <laughs> because like on, on other reboots or sequels like uh like Fuller House, they had to rebuild the whole set. The blueprints were lost from the original show. So they had oh, to wow. kind of guess things. And kind of make it look similar, but it wasn't really exact. So, <laughs> so, anyways, do you want to take a quick break here, Matt, and then we'll talk about the next two episodes really quickly? Sure. Okay, we'll be right back. No Outlet Live. Hey, I'm Jay Remy, host of No Outlet Live. If you're in a podcast that explore any and everything, check us out. We stream anywhere you listen or watch podcasts, or just type No Outlet Live one word in your Google search bar to find the show. Live Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook. No Outlet Live, your road to boredom ends here. Do you like Tessa? Do you think this will be a date that can last? Well, uh, she's not very articulate. All right, and we are back. I forgot to mention the last episode was directed by Pamela Fryman, who's also one of the producers of the show, and she directed like 85% of the episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, wow. Yeah. She also directed the second episode, which is called FOMO. <laughs> um, in this one, I'm going to go through this one pretty fast, because, okay, we've got this whole thing where Valentina's getting kind of smothered by Charlie. She decides that, hey, let's invite those guys we met that other night to hang out with him so maybe he can create some guy friends. So it's like a setup, as she says. Mm. They go to this club called FOMO. Um, one of the funniest parts, actually, though, is like, you know, it's like, what is, what's FOMO? And she's like, fear of missing out. And it's like, but how do we go to there? yeah so um turns out this this crazy you know club um anyways uh jesse ends up thinking that it's a setup for him and sophie which it is not um anyways um the uh they they they're at this club. They end up uh, she gets uh, Sophie ends up getting kicked out because she took a picture because Ian has been sending her pictures of people that look like Jason Momoa. 
And she found the perfect Momoa to send back, which was a FOMO Moa. A FOMO Momoa. FOMO That was like. Yeah. Yeah, FOMO Moa. Wow, that's a hard FOMO Momoa. Yeah. FOMO Momoa, yeah. Because that was like kind of like their cutesy little thing to do together. Yeah. And Valentina pointed out correctly, in my view, that he doesn't have the right to do that anymore because he officially broke off the relationship, so he can't be. Yeah, sending out these little breadcrumbs or well, yeah, she didn't use that, the that's bread. that's leading leading her on, you know, and it's right. yeah. He said he's trying to have his cake and eat it too, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> which I agree with. I think I that's, do too. I, I mean, do. if if you're gonna cut things off, cut them off completely. Because okay, I've been in situations like that where, I mean, I I am friends with some women I've dated in the past. I'm, I mean, one of my best friends is still somebody I kind of saw for a little bit. So, but. It's, uh, I've been in situations in the past where somebody stays friends with me after we break up or becomes friends with me again after we break up. And just basically, it kind of led me on for a while. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So then basically what you end up doing is if you have that going on, you put your life on hold for that person. Yeah. And, uh, whether it's a long distance thing here with like Ian or what happened with me, but it's just basically like, then you, you basically don't open your heart to other people. So it, it is, it's, it's not fair. Yeah. Like you're saying. So anyways, so, um, they, uh, they get, uh, they, uh, she gets kicked out because she took a picture in the place. Cause there's no photography allowed in there. And, um, so anyways, uh, Basically, um, what happened was that ruined, you know, Jesse's chances with Sophie in a way that night. Jesse later comes to know that the invitation was not for him, but for Charlie's sake. And, you know, Charlie's trying to be friends with them. At one point, he, he's trying to be cool. And he's like, he's like, oh, I, I don't like cake. Just give me some bread. <laughs> I just like to. Take rip it up with my yeah. raw callous hands. Yeah. <laughs> just eat. you're like, yeah, bread. Bread is cool. Bread's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, the because uh, what he didn't want to put his uh, or Valentina didn't let him put cufflinks on either, which comes into play later. Oh um, yeah, because he had like ruby encrusted or yeah. something like cufflinks. Like, yeah. So yeah, he he wanted to wear those, but then so um. We also started out the uh, episode with uh, Sid trying to. He's painting the the upper upper wall of the of the bar a a like you know tight white or something you know. And uh, anyway, so uh, we've got um, everybody ends up back at the bar. Um. Charlie uh, bonds with the guys because Valentina basically breaks up with him because he's not, you know, being cool about living in New York and how he basically talks about how crappy New York is. She's like got this weird thing where she's like defensive of a uh, fucking city. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess some people yeah. like their town a lot, but it was like a weird like nationalist kind of like 
well, if you don't like it, you get out type of thing. I'm like, okay, it's it's a city, like, <laughs> like. So so, anyways, we we end up. Uh, there's a short moment where um, where Jesse and Sophie talk, and they agree to be friends. Um, she had talked earlier in the episode about her her comfort song being "Drops of Jupiter" by Train. Mm-hmm. And uh, that turns out that that's actually Jesse's comfort song too. He was trying to play it Ooh. on the on the uh, jukebox in the bar. Um, we also have uh, this situation where he he says that he um, that in his breakup, his girlfriend even got his cat, not their cat, mm-hmm. his cat, mm-hmm. the one he named Girl. Mm-hmm. Because he wanted to call it Jesse's girl. Mm-hmm. And now all he wants is Jesse's girl. Anyway, so... Um, yeah. Now he just wishes he had Jesse's girl. Um, so, yeah, he doesn't even yep. have a cat to comfort him anymore. Nope. Poor guy. Okay, so that was basically that episode. <laughs> um, the third episode that has aired... There's probably going to be another one that will air before this airs. To the public so if you know we're not i'm not going to cover every episode of the show i just wanted to go through the three that were out give our reaction to it maybe later on someday we'll revisit the show but this is just basically our reaction to the release of it because we had covered the um how i met your dad in the past and i kind of wanted to have a follow-up to that um so the last episode we got is one called the fixer which was directed by kimberly mccullough um, who, by the way, Kimberly McCullough was my first crush of anybody ever in my life. She played Robin Scorpio on General Hospital. <laughs> mm. Yep. And now she's a TV director. So. Cool. Yep. So, yeah, there's that. Um, written by Dan Levy. Or Levy. Dan Levy, because not Levy, because Levy is the guy that was on Shit's Creek. Levy is this guy. There's two Dans. Dan. There's a Dan Levy and a Dan Levy. So wait, you you tell me that there's there's different people with the same spellings of names. And, yes, but pronounced differently. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, this so is a former stand-up that, comic and and writer. <laughs> so you tell me that there's also a Sesame in Carta, not in Carta, out there. No. No, okay. <laughs> maybe I, I bet maybe if, in the if, multiverse. Maybe in yeah, maybe in like the multiverse, like if Doctor Strange fucked things up or whatever. But like, um, I'm willing to bet if I went on Google right now and typed in the phrase "Sesame and Carta," nothing would come up. I think it's a phrase. It, like of all the word combinations in the world, I think only I have come up with this. I'm pretty sure of it. Could be. It's almost as good as the the random poem name I came up with one time by just opening up a dictionary and pointing at random words, and I came up with gesticulated nerve. Yeah, actually, it's the name. Actually, it's the name of a short film I did. Not a yeah, film. yeah. But anyway, so um, so the uh, this episode here we got Jesse is in um in need of a new profile pic for his online dating profile. See, they're really heavy on this whole modern shit. Which I understand, you gotta talk about it, but it's like, I don't know. Anyway, so, um, because they, they, 
they say that um you know he can you know something about dealing with uh i think Pornhub and grubhub or something um yeah so well, the thing is too yeah even that stuff though is not really that new i know like tinder and stuff tinder's been around for oh, like yeah. seven years at this point yeah you think they would if they really wanted to do the modern they would have like come up with like a new yeah a newfangled app or whatever you know but like yeah tinder really has been out for see, like seven years see the other thing is it's like on this episode too um they talk heavily about hello fresh which, oh, but which, by the way, HelloFresh, if you'd like to sponsor our show, I'd be more than happy to let you. Um, Wait, they talked about, oh, it's funny, they did a commercial and, for... And then during the show, yeah. it was brought to you by HelloFresh, but they talked about it in the episode, too. And they also talked about the episode in the commercial. Yeah. That's total, like, market, I don't like, even know what the word is synergy. for. Synergy. Synergy, there you yeah. go, yeah. But it was, like, basically just totally, like, you know, product integration or something anyways so the uh but anyways jesse needs a new profile pic for his for tinder um or whatever he's getting on um so sophie says that she's going to take his picture she decides that she's going to come by his work and his lunch break to take some photos meanwhile the on and off again relationship between valentina and charlie has resulted in charlie searching for his own apartment so Valentina can feel independent from him. There's, they decided to still date, but, you know, they needed some space, you know. So, and oh yeah, by the way, I forgot in the first episode, the big reveal. <laughs> when we talked about the first episode, she said that she met the dad that night. Oh yeah. So it could be any of these guys. <laughs> <clears throat> I really hope it's not Charlie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I I really hope that it doesn't. I know. So so it could be it could be it could be Jesse, it could be Sid, it could be Charlie, it could be Ian. Mm. Those are the four we know for sh- sure now. But um but. <laughs> So um <laughs> So uh Sophie um Sophie comes by um Later on to take the photos. But anyways, okay, so so we've got... Uh, Charlie decides that he wants to search for an apartment. Um, first, he asked Ellen to be his roommate because she was looking for a place, too. But she says that she would rather live alone. But then she finds some random dude to be her roommate. <laughs> From Craigslist. Yes. Which, again, that's kind of weird, too, because 2022 huh. Craigslist, yeah. Craigslist was so, like, 2009, 2010. Well, Craigslist is so, like, 2001. <laughs> right, so it's, like, it's weird that they're, like, unless Craigslist, Craigslist is, like, had some new, like, retro yeah. boom or something like that, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe that's the only place she could find anybody. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, so, while this is going on, Sid ends up getting a special delivery in the mail that he thinks at first is his HelloFresh to have with Hannah. Because they, they, they've been having meals together over like Zoom or something. Mm-hmm. And um, they uh, decide to, uh, she decided to spice things up and sent him a sex toy. <laughs> like a mechanical thing that she can control from where she is that goes on Sid's ding-dong, and, um... 
Which he calls Little Sid. Yeah, when, when he calls Little Sid or whatever, yeah. He calls. Yeah. Uh, so, um, anyways, um. Because Bellatina had a funny, he's like, your name for your penis has the word Lil in it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, it's because it's, it's ironic or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> See, I have a theory. I don't think Sid and, Hel- and Hannah are going to last. Yeah, and probably I don't think not. Charlie and Valentina are going to last. Because honestly, the people with the best chemistry on the show are Valentina and Sid. So, um, right, we're going to have a Salentina going on. Yes. Or, 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 or a vid. Yeah. Because honestly, uh, if I want to see any two people together on the show, the best chemistry in any of the scenes I've seen so far were between those two people. Yeah. Um, the Salentina of it all. Yeah. Um, and I mean, also, she's beautiful. Um, so, well, of course, the TV show, they yeah, they have to but be still, she's, she's beautiful. Um, so, <laughs> the, just in case she's listening, um, you know, oh, she, she, she totally is. Bro. I just wanted to let, she's, I just wanted to let Francia Reza know that I think she's beautiful. So, um, because nobody's ever told her that before, you know? No, nope, never. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to, you know, end up with some random dude who has a podcast in Ohio. Yeah, um, yeah. well, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least it's better than than what, what it's called um, negging, um, which is like what, like, these, um, these, like, what do they call, like, player people? Oh, or, like, like, the, like, like those, uh, pick you up. know, pickup artists and stuff? Yeah, pick up, like, they'll, they'll teach, like, they'll teach guys to, like, intentionally, like, find, like, physical flaws to, yeah. like, seep into a conversation with the woman in order to like subtly like diminish their self-esteem it's like it's such a fucked up thing yes. like i mean it's, it's one thing like, yeah like don't don't like simp don't go like i worship at the yeah. feet of the woman you know don't don't get all like smarmy about that shit either but don't like go around and be like oh like you've got an interesting eyelash there and, and you, know you know what, I've, what I've, I've always found interesting that people like guys will go online and get their advice from guys about how to pick up women. You know who you should probably be going to? Women. <laughs> and even then, you're still getting one person's opinion, yeah. you know, as well, you know. And, and every situation's different, but I mean, that that what my main thing is is that I think a woman's going to know more what a woman wants than some random guy. It's um, some like, you know, random douchebag like yeah. monster energy drink. You know, yeah. um, some random guy named Kyle or Chad or something, you know, who, you know, <laughs> watches Jordan Peterson videos 24 hours a day yeah. or whatever, how to, how to be a man, how to live a life. I'm like, okay, like, Oh, the, the 12 rules of life or whatever the book's called. I'm like, okay, realize you can get all of those advice or all of those really all of that advice from like any number of like self-help books that don't have like yeah. the weird like reactionary stuff that he has anyway uh <laughs> i mean you can get that from like what is that like uh like the secret that, almost or yeah like, or, or like there, there's that old book back in the day like how to like basically like how to something uh uh it's basically like a business book where it's yeah. basically like teaching you how to succeed and not not how to succeed in business like the musical but you know sort of <laughs> No, no, it's Dale Carnegie's called yeah. how, win, how to Win Friends and Influence That's People. That's it. That's what I'm thinking of. That's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. And, but he doesn't have any of this weird politics in it, though. Yeah. You know, like, 
<laughs> he's just a regular dude, you know? <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, I could, totally could not remember that name of that book. I actually have that book somewhere. But, yeah, um, me too. Yeah. I've never read it, but I, <laughs> I, I haven't either. I was at a Goodwill one day, and it was sitting on the shelf, and it was only a, like 50 cents, so I was like, I'll buy this. I've read the first few chapters. The only reason mm-hmm. why I haven't read it is because it's, it was written like in the 20s, right? Mm-hmm. So it has old-timey yeah. tone to it, and it just some of it doesn't match anymore, you know what I mean? Like No. But... But it was, it was pretty decent from what I read. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyways, back to the show here. We've got... Um, we've got... Jesse now at the... At the... At the um, school. Um, eating his lunch. Sophie's trying to take pictures of him. Some kids get involved. And then the vice principal comes out, played by Josh Peck from uh, Drake and Josh fame. <laughs> He's the good one of the two, not the one that sexually harassed people. Anyways, um, <laughs> he looks familiar. I had no idea it was from. I mean, yeah, I never really watched that yeah. show. Yeah, he, used to, he used to be, he lost a lot of weight. He used to be really heavy set. He also recently starred in the Turner and Hooch um, TV series. Um, also, that interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, because, you know, Sophie was, you know, taking unsolicited pictures of children outside of a school. Yeah. So, um, you know, the vice principal's like, oh, we got to, you know, put, you know, put a stop to that. So, yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he, he's, he's, he's really kind of into, Sophie, you know, you can tell, <clears throat> you know, and you, you got this, you got this whole, uh, you know, former Nickelodeon star falling in love with a former Disney star on the show. <laughs> I, anyway, so, um, <laughs> and plus she was in one episode of community where she played a total B word. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> that yes. was a good episode. <laughs> I, I, I almost forgot about that. Um, anyway, so yeah. Robo cop sink her. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Anyways, um, we have the whole situation. We keep checking in a little bit here with Charlie and Ellen trying to get the apartment. Things aren't working out there. Charlie, at one point, is going to sell this, the like, like some spoon or something he has around his neck or something. A golden spoon around yeah. his neck. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally, literally born with a golden spoon in his mouth or whatever. Anyway, well, no, so he, not yeah. his mouth, he slept with it in his diamond crib. Yes. If they don't they don't put a they don't put a golden spoon in a in a, a toddler's mouth. No. Choking hazard. Yeah. So um <laughs> way he says choking hazard is hilarious. <laughs> choking hazard. And everyone's just looking at him like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um so so uh Sophie ends up taking Jesse to a bar later to try to help him, you know, to be be his wingman and help him find somebody, you know? Yeah. And, uh, he starts, uh, what was the phrase that he, that he, that he said to the girl that she told him to... Um. Something like, the, you're gonna like me or something? Or? Well, that's what Sophie, yeah, that's what so- Sophie told him to say. Yeah. He says it in such a weird... Yeah. Like, I think you're gonna like me. I think you're gonna like me. Like, that's it, yeah. And then, and um... Like, so, <laughs> he's flirting with this girl. He ends up buying, offering to buy her a drink. He goes to the bar to get the drink. 
And Sophie overhears her talking to a, texting a friend or something about, uh, about the fact that she's getting hit on by Mr. Proposal Fail. Yeah. So, it was all just, you know... Yeah. All fucked you know, up joke, and messes... Joke here. Well, and, and, we, we find out, no, yeah. actually she was still gonna sleep with them, but... <laughs> but... Yeah. And then, uh... Yeah, and they say, like, later on, you know, yeah, she, she didn't look like she'd be good at sex anyways, and then... So it's like, yes, she did. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so that that goes that goes you know awry. Um, he uh, she she ends up giving him the photo later. Also, he sends her the um number of Drew. That's the guy's name at the the vice principal that Josh Peck's playing. Um. Anyways, uh, to get to get to, like go out with go out with her, they make plans for dinner. Um, anyways, so then, but also when we go back, we we'll go back to Sid here. Forgot about his his little story. Sid oh, yes, and are trying desperately to keep the romance going, and he can't get the thing to work. It starts playing a podcast and all this random shit, you know, because it's got a speaker in it for some fucking reason. The sex toy does. Well, that's to hear your partner talking to you, I guess. I oh, okay, that makes sense. I, I have no idea. Yeah, but, uh, but, I, but because it's connected to his phone, it ends up starting to randomly play The Daily or something, I think it's called, So, which is a, which is like a news podcast. So, And he's talking about something about bacterial infections. Or yeah, he's like, now that's all bacteria. I can think about. And um, so... Like, whatever, dude. Um, <clears throat> Valentina, who had dated a, a Polish pilot at one point, got him some uh, tickets, or I mean a ticket to uh, go fly out to Los Angeles to see Hannah, so to try to, you know. So, I might actually have a chance with Valentina because she said it's true what they say about the Polish, and most of my ancestry, about half, is Polish. I don't know what she, what what they say about the Polish because... I, I do not know either. I'd like to know if I fit into the category, you know. Yeah, maybe... Maybe you have a chance with a fictional character. I might. Who knows? But I'm just saying. You know, because I'm half, at least half Polish. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll I see. have no Polish in me at all. So. Um, well, that's good right now because you're recording a podcast. So it'd be weird if you have, you know, a Polish in you right now. Yeah. That was a terrible. Joke, well, sorry. I well, I mean, oh. I, I, I have eaten like Polish kielbasa before. That was good. And so that, oh, okay. at that point, I did have Polish in me. But um, the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so um, the uh, <laughs> that's how it works, right? And then that means that I was, you know, if I did a DNA yeah. test right after eating the, <laughs> they don't make that with Polish people, do they? No, it's it's sausage. It's like oh, from an right. animal. All right, just making yeah. sure I wasn't eating, being a cannibal there. I'm just, you know, yeah. Well, did you think it was people like Italian sausage? <laughs> 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 no. Polish sausage is Polish people. German and sausage is German, German people. Uh, German chocolate cake. What is no, even no, worse? No, no. Uh, you know what? Uh... <laughs> you thought that stuff was coconut? That little uh, crunchy stuff? No, that was that was a little. Chopped up bones. <laughs> okay, I don't know what's going on. You know what happens when you uh, when you mix a chocolate lab with a German Shepherd? What? You get a German chocolate. Oh, okay. 
Wow. <laughs> That's a really bad joke I made up years ago. So, um, the, <laughs> the, yeah. um, anyways, back to their story here. So she sends Sid, a, I mean, not, not uh, Sid, Sid out to LA. He gets there and he, you know, they're all cool. Um, and yeah. And, uh, Sophie sets up a date with Drew. Jesse is thinking about getting back in the dating scene with a picture that Sophie took of him. And that's our episode. And then when he also uh, gives the contact info to the yeah. vice principal. Yeah, and that's how she ends up setting up the date with him. But um, we find out, though, that she met him Oh, yeah, the that's the night- other thing. We find out that that's where he knew her from. He met her the night of uh, Sid's proposal to Hannah because he's old friends with Hannah. And uh, so that's guy number five she met that night. So we know of at least five possible guys guys that could be the father. But also, too, it could also be just some rando she met that we didn't even see on screen yet either. Yeah. You know, so. it so it be. could. Well, I know. I'm just saying, though, it could be. Yeah. Someone off screen because so far he's the first person who was off screen who's now and, on screen. And like, so, like I said before, the main reason that they're showing Kim Cattrall and not the kid this time is because you don't know what nationality the kid is. You know. Right, because and plus two, because because I mean the you know Sid is like Indian, um, you know, and and. Ian is black, and then you got other, you know, like other right. white guys and stuff. So you know, so yeah, it could be. I hope it's not Charlie's kid. I really hope not. Yeah. But um, oh, plus, I had another thing to mention about Jeffy. You can edit this out if you if you think it's too weird. So, and I'm hoping you, that you might do. But <laughs> it, it's like an impulsive thought that I have to get out there. It's probably yeah, probably ahead. shouldn't. I probably shouldn't say it, but I was thinking it. So, okay, so. Jesse's adoptive sister is Asian, and yep. the first woman that he decides he wants to talk to is an Asian. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything. I'm just saying. Um, like, I, after years of, like, <laughs> I don't know. So you can edit that out if it seems too No, it, it doesn't seem weird. It could be. I mean, because, see, see, the thing is, it's like, they always say you're attracted to your mother, in a way. You know what I mean? There's like that or your whole, dad or whatever. Yeah, your yeah, mom or your dad. There's that yeah. Freudian type of thing. I don't know. Maybe it works with siblings too or something. I don't know. Who yeah, knows? I just I, I had that thought. And I'm like, you know, should I say this or should I just yeah, leave no, it go? No, it, it makes sense. It, it's kind of, I mean, it could be. Um, but um, anyways, um, the uh. So yeah, um, that's basically what happened in these episodes, Matt. Um, any final thoughts here? I was gonna read the reviews, but the reviews are pretty mixed on this, and there's no really good reviews that I saw, you know, that are fun to read, you know. So a lot of, yeah, people, that's a lot fine. of people complaining um, about the laugh track being intrusive, but then I've also seen people that say the laugh track isn't loud enough, and then I see people that said they hate the laugh track altogether, and then I see people that find it refreshing it's just you know <laughs> i i don't like laugh tracks unless they're timed yeah correctly so like 
if if you didn't have a laugh track in this show, there would just be these weird, awkward silences. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen clips on YouTube where they take away they the take laugh, laugh track, track out of something like Big Bang Theory or something? Yeah, it, it, it's so awkward it's so because creepy. there's like this pause. Yeah, I've uh, yeah, and I mean the thing is like this show, um, like How I Met Your Mother was filmed in an interesting way. It wasn't filmed in front of a studio audience like uh, Big Bang Theory or the other shows like that were, you know. Um, they filmed it and then they played it for a studio audience after it was edited and then recorded the laughter from that. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. This, however, they had to do canned laughter because of COVID. Right. So it's like you yeah. have to choose. Yeah. So, so they, it's, it's, it's fake yeah. laughs. So, <clears throat> yeah. And then that, that's got to be a headache for editing to like try to pick the right kind of laughter yeah. for each joke. Depend like thinking about just anticipating, you know, like how someone would would laugh at that scenario, which is impossible to and predict. You know, you know what's funny too. The there there was like I I listened to this this episode of a podcast one time about the history of laughter on you know laugh tracks and stuff. There mm-hmm. was like machines that created. That's why they call it a laugh track. It was a track that this guy would record different people laughing in like you know actual like live performances of sitcoms and other things and then had a machine that you could use and and either add laughter on top of an audience or add a laugh track to a show that didn't have a live audience such as like mash or something um so uh the funny thing about it is the same laughter was used on all these different shows for decades Oh, wow. So, it's kind of creepy to think about, but a lot of times the laughter you're hearing on TV shows are of dead people. <laughs> right. That's just weird. Sometimes people that were that had died before the actors that you're watching on TV had ever even been born. <laughs> wow. So, that's just creepy. That is just very, very creepy. Yes. <laughs> uh. When you think about that. <laughs> So, yeah, it's like ghosts laughing at a show. Wow. Creepy. Yes. Dead Laughter. That's the name of my other new band. Dead Laughter. Wow. (laughs) So, um, any other final thoughts here? Um, Do you think the show is... How long do you think the show will last, actually? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I don't know how... It's gonna like be ten, how how long are the seasons? I mean, like how many episodes, episodes are they? Ten episodes for what? this that they were picked up for so far. So, see, I don't know because like how I met your mother. I mean, TV has changed though yeah, quite a because bit because like I mean, then. how I met your mother was like twenty two episodes or whatever a season. So it's like you know, but those a lot of those were filler episodes. Yeah, TV doesn't really do that anymore. It seems like so, especially streaming and cable. Oh, yeah. Now, now you're getting like a more bang for your buck, I guess, so to speak. So, like, you might see less episodes, sure, but it's not like you're still getting like the same amount of like important content. It's just yeah, that you're, it's you're, like, you're getting a lot of times more quality and less quantity. You know. Yeah. So. So I don't know. I mean, I think at least. I mean, hopefully, if, if the show gets better, because now we have, what, seven episodes left, so yeah. 
Um, hopefully, if by that point, maybe they'll... I'm thinking maybe four seasons tops. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm thinking so, too. I don't think it's going to run anywhere near as long as as Mother did. But um, it's hard to say. And yeah. uh, I just hope they, if they decide to cancel it any time, they let them have a final episode so we find out who the fucking father is. Yeah, exactly. Not just bullshit of like, oh, well, I'm just going to have to guess. Yeah. And I hope it's one of the guys we've already met. I don't want them to keep introducing people like they did with Josh Peck's character this last episode. Like, I don't want them to like, oh, and so this 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 guy here, he was like the third guy from the left uh, standing behind the bar um, at that party that night, you know? Well, this is some random guy that was at the airport. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's not going to be, yeah, no. Yeah. Because doing that with How I Met Your Mother a little bit, too, where it was like, okay, yeah. like... <clears throat> they did have a lot of interesting clues here and there on How I Met Your Mother, um, which people have talked about extensively online and stuff, but, uh, you know, my favorite one was in the first season, there's an episode called Belly Full of Turkey, which is a Thanksgiving episode, <laughs> and Ted is at a... Ted is at the strip club at the end of the episode, and he bought a lap dance for a homeless guy <laughs> and uh this stripper comes up to him and introduces herself and she said that her name is tracy and then he jokes to the kids and he says and that's how i met your mother and then it turns out at the end the mother's real first name is tracy oh wow so <laughs> it was you know <sighs> wow so yeah so it was kind of like they told you in the first season what the mother's name was <laughs> right in a way but anyway, so um, I have nothing else to say to you, Matt. Nope. Okay, so uh, thank you folks for listening. Let us know what you think of this show. Um, send me a message at mike at cullenpark.com. Check out our Facebook, our TikTok, our Instagram, our Twitter, our boop beeps and our bop bops and our doogie doogies. That's, those are all things, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the Doogie Doogies is something that Neil Patrick Harris started. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyways, no, but just find us on the social medias. Um, check out our um, our Patreon. Check out alltoreal2.com for all the other information. And, uh... People, be safe out there. You know, don't do anything stupid. Um... Um, here's something I'm going to say, because I know our show broadcasts on Spotify. Um, don't listen to Joe Rogan, who is owned by Spotify. And in my opinion, boycott that fucker. Anyway, yeah. so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I stand behind Neil Young and not fucking Joe motherfucking Rogan. Okay. Or I, I call him Joe Rogaine. You know, yeah. this is a dumb name, but yes, but it, it, uh, it, it is funny. I <laughs> I think he's basically he's another one of those people that is basically a monster energy drink come to life, and yeah, um, yeah, the uh, <clears throat> um, he's like some monster energy drink in a in a 
in a joint come to life. Um, but the uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or DMT or whatever. <laughs> DMT in a joint come to life. Um, yeah. So, um, but anyways, wear a fucking mask. Get vaccinated. Let's end this fucking thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, please. Can please? we just stop with thinking you know more than doctors and scientists? You don't have a degree. You didn't get educated for this. They truly know what is best for you. Yes. I know you might want to, you might hate hearing that because you've grown up thinking that you're number one, you're an individual, blah, blah, blah. But no, there actually are experts in fields in this world, and they literally know more than we do. That's just a fact. Trust, Sorry. trust science, and um, I believe fully in freedom of speech, but I also believe in truth. And facts are truth, not opinions. Um, so, 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 yeah, yep. that's, that's my little high horse. Me that, too. My, Sorry, my, my, my little and, high horse that I gave inter, uh, ivermectin to earlier, and yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And I and I said you. I didn't mean every single person listening. I just meant yes. you know in general the the general you. Yeah, yeah. general you, and um, <laughs> I was saluting general you. Um, and so the uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like they do on How I Met Your Mother. Um, so the um, anyways, wear a mask, wear a fucking condom. And, uh, bye bye Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.